Hey everybody, welcome back to episode 10 of Sit a Spell. We are so glad you could join us to hang out again today um, and enjoy our next topic, which is something we all have probably far too many experiences with, and that is learning a life lesson. Too many. Too many. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, and you just said episode 10. I can't believe it. 10. Because we've learned a lot of life lessons from <laughs> recording, too. Exactly. Oh, my gosh. Well, and our awesome producer, Evan. Yes. I mean, he's always doing a great job in, like, mm-hmm. troubleshooting. So and he's awesome. teaching us to sit a little further <laughs> away from the mics right. or closer or exactly. double micing or whatever. So Recording separate tracks. Yeah. <laughs> so whenever we started thinking about the next episode, I think with... All of the changes that are coming our way, we started kind of being more reflective and the conversation came up about how many things we've learned, even from childhood, that launch us forward into what decisions we make now and, you know, whether it's a little decision or a big decision, like I think about buying cars because I've bought far too many and that would be (laughs) one of my life lessons, (laughs) saving not spending everything. Oh my gosh, you have. that was that was what I was going to talk about too. Mm-hmm. For sure, that was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that's something that everybody has. That one thing you're oh, like, yeah. oh man, well, because it's like, so you know, and this is a broad, a broad life lesson. But yes, talking about money. All the time growing up, you know, your parents will tell you, oh, you need to save money or, hey, this is a great plan. Mm-hmm. If you'll do this plan, by the time you're this age, you're going to have this much in your savings account, yes. et cetera. I Put mean, some to the side and mm-hmm. give yourself a goal of what you're going to right. save for and then spend it on. And if I had done that, yes, I wouldn't have to do the things <laughs> I'm doing now yes. to get back on track. You'd be a millionaire, That's right? Exactly. Yeah, you'd be on an island somewhere for yes. sure. Yes. <laughs> Definitely. With a <laughs> pineapple flavored drink in your hand. You and better it. <laughs> no. Personal trainer. Oh. Good food. <laughs> I was thinking personal <laughs> chef and you went that trainer. Too. Okay. <laughs> All of it. <laughs> All of the above. <laughs> um so yeah, I mean I, yeah. you kinda I kinda look back and I think, man, when you're that age mm-hmm. you think, I don't wanna listen to you old fuddy duddies <laughs> 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 Or I don't wanna listen to you like or not that you don't listen. Or like, I yeah, just yeah, want I it now. Yeah. Yeah. You, you don't, you're not in the right mindset. No. And so then you're like, man, I really wish I would have listened to everyone who told me all their wisdom because of what they really That's were true. saying, what was exactly true. Yes. And it could be about money. It could be about all kinds of stuff. All, everything. So. Yeah. I was thinking about um, I probably have made too many car purchases, and I purchased one because I had a Jeep, and then found out I was pregnant, and so I was like, well, I can't be getting a baby in this Jeep up high. Like, that's an accident (laughs) waiting to happen. And so traded in for a car and forgot to consider a stroller having a fit in the back. (laughs) And I was like, oh, man, I went from one problem to the next. And if I would have just waited and bought the, you know, $300 stroller before I went and bought the, (laughs) you know, I don't even remember how much it costs now, but, you know, the many more thousands of dollar car... My problem would have been resolved a little bit better, but right. the motto in my family is don't get caught speeding, and it essentially <laughs> means wait it out before you make a decision, and we are not always the best at that. 
my patience doesn't like that motto, Mm-mm. but it's such a good, that is a definite, I love that. It is. That's a good motto. That's a good thing to remember. It is. It's like very figuratively, that's what it means. It's like on ultimately, like it's okay to wait it out on your decisions, mm-hmm. you know, um, and even on job decisions, you know, taking those too quickly offers oh, yeah. or making, you know, a change too quickly. Um, but even literally, like we, you know, if you know there's a police officer sitting there and they're clocking speed, sometimes my family will also say if we're all together, do you want this dinner to go from costing $100 to feed eight people or do you want it to be a $500 dinner to feed eight people? Because they're like, remember how much that ticket will cost on your way to go eat too? And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll slow down. It's not that important. <laughs> So that's my literal side of it. I love it. Yes. Um, you said you had some good other good stories about you had ready. So I'm ready to hear one. Another oh. one. I want, I want another one. More. Another more. one. <laughs> um, well, I mean, I think that one of the obvious ones is you don't know everything. And you probably need to listen and learn from others because... I've run into a pipe fence before on a mini bike uh, <laughs> because I insisted I knew how to drive it. And I think my parents were just like, okay, well, show me. I don't think anybody thought I was going to go straight into a pipe fence, but <laughs> I sure did. And the minute my dad got it off of a trailer and it was a little gas powered mini bike and I got oh my, my helmet on and I was like, I can do this for sure. And he was like, I'm going to show you how it'll be fine. And I hopped right on that sucker. And I think everybody thought I was going to fall over. Yeah. Nope. I went and I just kept on going right through all three of the pipes on the pipe fencing. And boy, did it hurt bad. And boy, did I listen next time he told me to do something and learn from him first. Oh, my gosh. I'm glad you had a helmet on. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I was always about the safety, but that was not my smartest decision. So I do try to listen if somebody's trying to give me direction on something I don't know about, I try not to just say, I got this, it's fine. But Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I it just happens. figured I could teach myself. I mean, why would I need someone else to teach me how to drive? That's crazy, <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, that's one of my favorites, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things I thought about while you were saying that was... Um, how you said that we need to listen to other people mm-hmm. and like we don't know everything that oh my gosh that's so true because people want to get in these like they get in like whatever position they're in like whether it's a job or like a specialty or whatever mm-hmm. and and they do it for such a long time like let's say like just I'll use teaching as mm-hmm. an example so let's say you've been a teacher for 30 years mm-hmm. and you and I both know teaching changes oh, every constantly. Day. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, there, there's new methods, there new data, new studies. Like new all these things change. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Oh my gosh, new attitudes from students, new yeah. attitudes from parents. Not bad attitudes, but no. just, like, just new perspectives, I guess. So, I think like new ways to communicate, even yeah. like whatever messaging system that's mm-hmm. out there is changing too. So it's just constant. Yeah. So sorry. No, you're okay. I'm bearing so, off. I've I've encountered a teacher or two in my time. Mm-hmm. And it's like they don't want to adjust. They know what I know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I've always done it this way, and 
this is the way I want to do it. This is it. Mm-hmm. And because they do that, sometimes it puts them in a bad position or it puts them in spots that they could have avoided if mm-hmm. they would have been open to change or open Listen, to ideas learning. from other people. Mm-hmm. People who have uh, had other experiences, yeah. whether they're as qualified or not. Right. So, yeah. Because just because you have been doing something for a long time mm-hmm. doesn't mean that you can't be open to change. Oh, yeah, for no sure. No matter what job Mm-mm. job you have. No. Absolutely. I mean, I think, like, laws change. New yeah. laws happen. Like, oh, yeah. all sorts of stuff. Right. Well, now you can't, out there. Now you can't so. buy cigarettes unless you're 21 now. Oh, yeah. That's you true. Know? I didn't even think about that. It used to be you could have it when you were, what, 16 or younger? Gosh. Like, it didn't, there wasn't an age limit on it? Yeah. I Back in the old, old days? Yeah. <laughs> right? Whenever you hear people with those stories, and they're like, well, I've learned now not to do that. <laughs> I used to have, I used to be able to get candy cigarettes when I was like five. Oh my gosh! But those I aren't anywhere about anymore. Those. No. Or I think you can maybe get them. There's always online. like the retro Amazon things yeah. too, like games. You know that we mm-hmm. played from childhood. That sometimes like there's been a couple we've looked up to buy, and they're like two hundred dollars. Oh my gosh! And then a few years later, they come out with a new version or like an updated version. So. Yeah. My surprise. So you probably find something weird and retro on Amazon. Like Google it and show your kids. Like, can you believe this was a thing? Right. <laughs> but we know better now. <laughs> well, and kind of piggybacking off of people having different experiences. Mm-hmm. Like, this is okay. I'm bringing everybody down for a minute. <gasps> That's not what this is about. I know, but I gotta share it. It's part of the experience. It's <laughs> <laughs> so like when I was seven. My sister passed away. Mm-hmm. And then when I was 18, my brother passed away. Mm-hmm. And then, I'm trying to think how old I was, 25 or 26 in that age range, mm-hmm. my other brother passed away. Wow. All very different circumstances, mm-hmm. all different connections to each one or lack of connection to some of them. Mm-hmm. So, like, I've experienced a lot of loss. Mm-hmm. And so, because I experienced at such a young age, it's made me more grateful for the people around me mm. and made me just see things differently. Mm-hmm. And like my like with my family, I might say or I love you mm-hmm. a whole lot. Like, you know, because I'm like, I gotta yeah. tell you, I gotta tell you. Yeah. But then there are other people who haven't experienced those real, real close types of losses. Mm-hmm. And so um, they don't just don't see it the same way. Right. Because they haven't experienced it yet. Right. Because so you think like, you're going to have another day. Yeah. And you really wished you would have said, I love you. Yeah. Yeah. And I tried to explain it to a friend one time, and I was just like, it's just mm-hmm. it's just how I was affected, I guess. I don't mm-hmm. know. I was like, I don't say it constantly to to be a, a pest. Mm-hmm. I, don't th- <laughs> I highly doubt that people think you're a pest whenever you're telling them that you love them. So... But that's important, too. I mean, like, I agree. I think that you should definitely, that's a good thing that you probably can share with the world that you have experienced, unfortunately, so many times over. Yeah. And now you can say that that's a lesson kind of that you've learned is to not ever take every, you know, day or phone call or text for granted and always Mm -hmm. remember to, you know, end on that positive note of, I love you, even if they're driving you crazy. You're really making me mad right now, but I love you. (laughs) (laughs) Making me so mad I won't cuss. (laughs) We've all had those phone calls. (laughs) Um, But it's okay, so I'll help bring everybody back up. Okay. So I have a sibling that 
I found out about when I was 14 mm-hmm. that was um, had to go up for adoption uh, when she was born. Mm-hmm. Well, then I found her six years ago this past month. Mm-hmm. Or past, oh, wait, two months ago. Six years ago, two months ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, so she is back in, like, our family's life. Like, wow. you know, we got to reconnect and really good relationships mm-hmm. and... Um, we might share more about that on different podcasts. But there's yeah. your happy part. Like there's a you know reconnection and that's amazing. That's another life lesson is like going through a situation like that. Yeah, <laughs> and your relationships that you create and maintain with your family members. Yeah, or your loved ones, or mm-hmm. I mean, I would even say like colleagues. You know, keeping up with people from the past. Yeah, and that would be something that if I could go back, there would be people that I would have tried harder to. Yes. Stay connected with, oh, yeah. you know, and make sure that I was a part of their life and they were a part of mine. Yeah. And you never know. Um, and piggybacking off that again. So there's some people, like there's a person I can think of specifically that I mm-hmm. wish I would have stayed in better connection with because mm-hmm. we were good friends. Um, and then some stuff went down in their own life. Mm-hmm. And... I wasn't rude. I, I reached out to them, but mm-hmm. I reached out to them in a way, I want to say, like in a, maybe a too religious way mm-hmm. at the time, and but was still offering support, mm-hmm. and that was my mindset at the time, and so like looking back on that now, I'm like, you know, when we approach our friends and we are trying to reach out to them and help them, there's a certain way you can do it. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I still learn stuff like that all the time, especially, like, from Brene Brown. Mm-hmm. Like, the way she talks about relationships and, and shame and, and all kinds of different stuff and about yeah. how to approach people. She's so good. So And approaching them with, with what they need at yeah, the time. Maybe exactly. not what you think that they need. Right. Or maybe trying to impose your own... You know, feelings or beliefs or ideas mm-hmm. that, you know. Because I don't like, know everything. Right, because you don't know <laughs> it all. <laughs> so that makes me think about um, whenever I was being bratty or snarky or, you know, having a, you know, little attitude. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm sure I didn't ever do, right? Except for I learned this lesson. My mom used to make me say 10 nice things about mm-hmm. people or Wherever we were, whatever I was doing, she would be like, okay, we're stopping. We're doing 10 nice things right now. And I was always like, oh, my gosh, how could you possibly ask me to do 10 nice things right now? Like, And it was like a good way, I think, to make me think about the other things, either about that person or the place we were going to, you know, because I know nobody's ever complained about going grocery shopping for two hours or anything else like yeah. that or, you know, whenever your friends are driving you crazy when you're a kid and it was always so funny and I now think back and I'm like oh that's why she made me do it because she knew it would make me stop and have to think about the good things <laughs> <laughs> but it's true because like like that old saying goes you know you can do nine, ten nice things and one bad thing and yeah. all they're going to remember is the one bad thing you did yes and so true so true so your mom was like no you're going to remember all the good stuff that's right now yeah <laughs> Oh, yeah, I've done that more times than I can count. I mean, <laughs> she'd probably still say it to me now. I wouldn't be surprised. I hope she does. I bet you <laughs> And when she does, I want you to say, well, hold on, wait, the FaceTime rock. <laughs> he wants to be I'll on the I'll appreciate this. 
And your little cheerleader in the back going, okay, nine more. Oh, yeah. It's usually like this. Nine more. (laughs) There's not so much pep in there. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, that's a... That's a memory I will never lose. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to think of what other fun life lessons. I have some, but I'm like, I don't want to share that one. That's too personal. Uh Uh-oh, you're like, I really learned a lesson on that one. (laughs) Well, I think, like, we all have, like, the obvious things that we learn growing up. Just because I feel like it's just part of, Mm -hmm. it's just part of, I guess, human nature. Like, the things you learn. Yeah. Like, with relationships and Mm -hmm. friendships and family and and connections and things like that. Yeah. Like jobs. Well, and like saving and spending. Saving and spending, well, yes. What did you love to save up for when you were a kid? Was there anything specific? Or young kid, teenager? Mm. I mean, was there anything in particular that you remember thinking like, oh, yeah, I have to save this money for this? Or would you do, did you have like chores or anything? Well, because I was homeschooled, I would do my homeschool stuff in the morning. Okay. And then I'd work in the afternoon. Uh-huh. Or I would work in the morning and do my homeschool stuff in the afternoon. And um, the money I did make off my small little tiny job I had, mm-hmm. um, I think I, like, saved up for, like, I had four different baggies. And each baggie had a title on it, like, cell phone. You were organized. Or this or that or that. Oh, I tried. It didn't, wow. last, it didn't last very long. You had good <laughs> intentions, though. I did. I was trying. Wow. I tried my best. I didn't, didn't always work out. My intentions were not that good whenever, I mean. Well, I wish I would have stuck to it a lot more now. I was about to say, like, that's <laughs> genius. Like, you might see four baggies next time you come over on my refrigerator <laughs> held up with magnets. Well, there's, so here's some free publicity. You ready for the free publicity of the week? Oh, I'm ready. You always have a segment on Dave that. Dave Ramsey. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Like, I've been through his, I've. Did his program with oh, wow. one of our friends. Like the you, you watch the videos yeah. and you have a little workbook to go through. And I've implemented not everything because I mean it's kind of like different phases. Each sure. once you master the first phase, you can start going into the next phases. Mm-hmm. But like snowballing your debt and mm-hmm. like having a budget. Mm-hmm. Those are the two things I'm doing my darndest to do right now. So that's how I've been able to pay off two student loans. I'm Look about to pay you. off my third student loan. I still have a lot more to go. Nice, yeah. Um, but, like, he talks about envelopes, and you budget out how much each month you can spend on whatever. Mm-hmm. And first you do all your bills, and then you see what you have excess. Mm-hmm. And you can, like, say you want some fun money. Okay, mm-hmm. well, this much for fun money, this much for this, this much for that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I highly recommend anyone who's looking at trying to get rid of debt, mm-hmm. check. Like, it's Using $90 there. for the course. Wow. $90 well spent. Yeah. So... Nice. Do it. Good for you. Yeah. I won't. I well, like it. Yeah. I like it. Yes. That's your free publicity. Thank and you. And something else that I thought about today is I haven't talked about Dolly Parton in a while. And I just want everyone to know that today I listened to Dolly Parton on Pandora. And I was <laughs> actually thought about that too. And I was thinking about um, we have been listening to her on a record. And we oh, found yes. some throwback ones on a record player. Oh, my gosh. They have been so good. I mean, even, like, the whole cover art mm-hmm. is so pretty. And that's oh what gosh. I was thinking about saving up money. Not for Dolly Parton because, obviously, like, you know, 
that I would have been really young to be saving money to go see Dolly Parton. Like, it may have been a little bit odd, but... Ever since she was seven, she's been saving up to see you, Dolly. Yeah. No, that's not what I meant. I was thinking about concert tickets, though. That's where I was going with that. So when you said Dolly Parton, I was like, he's reading my mind right now. How did you do that? But then it kind of took another direction, because yeah. I was thinking, like, Spice Girls. Oh. Like I was going that way, like... I don't know. I have a very collective taste. I was, the other side was like Tim McGraw, like when I was younger. You yeah. Know? So anyway, I know, but the Dolly albums are all great. Nice. Listening to them on the record player is so fun. There, there's a song from that podcast that we listened to mm-hmm. about Dolly. The um, it's uh, gosh, it's a song. And it's like it's like um, don't sing love songs. She'll wake my mother. She's laying here right by my side, mm-hmm. and in her hand a silver dagger. That's Sorry, that's the name, silver uh-huh. dagger. So I have listened to that song by like three or four different artists, and Dolly. Like, I thought you were going to say in a row ever, today. No, ever like, since that we've heard it on that podcast, uh-huh. because it's just so like, I don't know, catchy. Tantalizing. Yeah. It makes so, you think. Don't you be singing love songs, because my mom's got a silver dagger, and she's going to take you out. <laughs> she's going to jump out this window. That's terrifying. <laughs> Like, what? How many times have you listened to that today? <laughs> have you been enjoying it? The bluegrass people are out there oh, writing these little monster ballads. <laughs> oh, man. Sorry, I got us off track. There. That's okay. Dolly Parton's always on track. It's okay. <laughs> we need t shirts to say that. Okay. Oh, <laughs> always on track. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I love it. Well, I don't think we can say any more about... I mean, I think we have to end on Dolly Parton. We do. I think so. You know, so... Short and sweet. And here's here's something else I've been meaning to tell you, but I keep forgetting. Okay, let's hear it. So I'm going to tell you today, and we'll make it a thing. I'm ready. I feel like because our episodes come out every Monday... Yes. ...that we should share, like, a song that we really enjoy, that really gets us, like, happy or pepped up, like, feel-good song. Oh, I got because it. Because then... Throughout the rest of the week, you can think, oh, yeah, I remember that song they talked about. And so Dolly Parton can be our person this, I, this week. Oh, okay. Whoops. Well, then I'm, that, I don't have it yet. Okay. Or it can be different. <laughs> I'll just <laughs> tell you my Dolly Parton song. Let's hear it. <laughs> um, nine to five. Yes. But well. not just the original nine to five. There is a remix on YouTube. <laughs> and it's like upbeat. Like I'm trying to think of the like funky. I don't know how to describe it, but it's like someone's done like a remix to it. I almost want to say a trap remix, what? but that doesn't sound right. Maybe it is a trap remix, but oh my gosh, like I can turn that on and I'm I'm ready to go. I'm going to have to listen to it then. Then I'm going to gonna save for mine for next week. Okay. Okay. So go go YouTube Dolly Parton remix and I'm okay. sure you'll find it. I, don't, I can't there's wait. There's probably like or nine to five remix. I'm yeah. sure there's like 500 remixes, but just pick one you yeah. like. Just pick them all. <laughs> They're all great. It's Dolly Parton. That's right. Or listen to the original. It'll get yeah. you. It'll get you. Oh, for stumbling sure. into the kitchen. With a cup of ambition. That's right. Mm. <laughs> I love it. Well, we are so excited to be back again and to do episode ten with all of you. Um, go join our conversation on our social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, mm-hmm. Come share with us what your song is that gets you pumped up. Or tell us your life lesson that you learned. Or if you don't want to share it publicly, text us and tell us <laughs> what your life lesson was you Because we appreciate learned. it either way. Yeah. So we look forward to um, seeing you all again next time. 
virtually through our mind because we don't really see you. <laughs> but we say that every time. That's right. Because we picture you and we're recording. You're here in our hearts. We think about your faces. <laughs> like on the new sports games. That's right. <laughs> where they put the stuff, the people. <laughs> We've got a board with all of your pictures here. You don't know it. No. We're not that creepy. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, we enjoyed our time with you and we can't wait to see to sit a spell with you next time. Until next week. <laughs> <laughs>